twisted that top piece. That's why it's working. Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Good afternoon, family. Welcome to Empower to Empower Others. This is your host, Valerie Burrell, grateful and thankful to be with you again today for another lunchtime inspiration. I don't know about you, but every now and again, I need some. I need some. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And today is one of those days that while I am encouraging you, I am encouraging myself in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our topic today is what's your motive? What's your motive? And you might say, and you think that's going to motive, you think that's going to inspire me? You're asking me, what's my motive? Yes, I am. I'm asking you today, what's your motive? So what's a motive? Motive is a reason for doing something, especially one that is hidden or not obvious. It is producing physical or mechanical motion, causing or being the reason for something. Motive. What's your motive? Let's quickly, if you have your Bibles, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10, and the New King James Version. I'm going to read this to you. And it says, and lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. What's your motive? What's your motive? How are you handling adversity in this hour? Think about it. How are you handling it? Because what I've learned in my journey of becoming and still in my journey of becoming is that when we are in process, when we are being persecuted, when we have infirmities, when there are needs, when there are distresses that we are enduring, being mindful of the fact that it's for Christ's sake, I've not always handled the journey appropriately. We understand that the journey, the process is what is getting us ready to manifest God's plan for our lives. The process that leads to the formation of that vision in our hearts like the intent of God. Do you understand that? I'll read it again. The process that leads to the formation of God's vision in our hearts aligns our gifts with the intent of God. 
The intent of God comes down to what God wants wants for us versus what we want and need for ourselves. Again, what's your motive? Many people in this hour are seeking after things, not seeking after Christ, not seeking after his will, not seeking according to his intent for our lives. But it is the intent of God that we need that will cause everything that we desire to come forth and manifest. It is the intent of God to meet all of our needs, but not at the expense of his purpose and his intent being fully unfulfilled in the earth. What are you saying, Valerie? What I'm saying to you is this. If what you're doing is not according to God's plan, but it is meeting some tangible needs in your life, there's still restructuring that needs to be done. You still need to check your motive because the word lets us know only what we do for Christ is going to last. But very often we are doing things because it's bringing us money. We're doing things because it's bringing us prestige. We're doing things because it's causing man to notice us. But man should not be our focus. We need to be focused on pleasing God in everything that we do. Let me pause and thank you all for being on with me today. If you have a question or a comment at any time, please press one and I will bring you on the call. Many people in this hour are serving their own agenda. They're using their gifts to do whatever they want to do instead of doing what it is the Father has asked them to do. Lord have mercy. Think about it. Think about it. Man, I see, I can see even now many people who are gifted because we know gifts come without repentance, but it is God's desire that the gifts be used to glorify him. But people that have been gifted to do things and are using the gift to benefit themselves and not benefit the kingdom of God. But if you were to ask them, what's your motive, they might look at you and be be offended. Like, why are you even asking me that? I'm asking because the Father wants you to do what you do using your gifts to glorify him. Because it's him who gave us the gift in the first place. We have to understand. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. That when we do things based on our need, it will dictate the decisions we make to how we even appropriate our time, how we appropriate our energy, how we focus on the gifts and the grace that God has given our lives. And my brothers and sisters, you need to know that this approach to handling our gifts and grace is it's a violation It's a violation to kingdom law given to us in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. Let me go there very quickly because I want you all to understand that the Father, he's wanting us to change some things. He's wanting us to change some things. We've got to start seeing things according to his plan, which means that there's going to be a need for change. So let me go there quickly. Matthew 6, 25 through 34, it reads this way. 
No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life or what you eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you shall put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Hmm. Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows what you need, uh, knows that you need all things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Do y'all hear that? That's the word of God. Again, coming from Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. We're so busy worrying about tangible provision. When God is saying, I will take care of that, I'll provide for you everything you need. And Matthew 6.34 says, seek ye first, 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. These are things that you don't even have to ask for, brothers and sisters. These are things that God has promised to provide for you. And so if he's doing that, if he's providing for us, then what's the motive behind why you're using your gifts and grace the way that you are? If it's not being done to glorify God, if it's not being done to, to, to give glory to the kingdom of God, what's going on? What's going on? I want to know. I want to know. And God wants to know what's going on. We understand that our gifts are for kingdom service, but our anointing is for kingdom results. Remember I said we learned that gifts come without repentance. So the gifts are for kingdom service. But if there's no anointing, the anointing that destroys the yoke, there are no kingdom results. So I want you to just take a look at your life. Take a look at where you are. Take a look at what you're doing. And realize that in the process of aligning your gifts and your grace with the intent of God, your, your motives are being proven. Your motives are being seen. And again, we want to make sure that what we're doing is in alignment 
with what it is that God has for us. Consider it. Mm. That while I'm going through this journey, while I'm in the process of becoming, that my truth is being revealed. My motives are being revealed. If, in fact, I'm doing what I'm doing to glorify God, or I'm doing what I'm doing to get the attention of man, if it's the latter of two, I pray today that you would truly consider seeking God. Seek the kingdom of God. Seek his righteousness. Realign according to his will, plan, and purpose for your life does meet every one of my needs. And there are times when he does an exceedingly abundantly above anything I could ask or think. Not that I'm so great. Not that my husband is so great. But as I shared with someone yesterday, we are two individuals together in this ministry, along with our many partners. We understand who God is in our lives. We understand his intent and his purpose for our lives. And we understand that as we travel this journey, we're better together in fulfilling God's plan. And I want you all today, those who are listening with me now, those who may listen to me later, to really stop and consider why you're doing what you're doing. What's your motive? Is there somebody that you want to see you? Is there a platform you're trying to get on and you you figure if you do things a certain way, it'll open up the opportunity? I questioned myself earlier today about a discussion I had last week. And I'm asking myself today, Val, what's the motive? Why exactly are you trying to do that? It's not because I really enjoy being behind the scenes and God won't let me. (laughs) I really enjoy being the pusher and not on the platform, but God is saying, no, it's time to shift. And so even with the things that I do, I second guess to make sure that what I'm doing is truly motivated by God's plan for my life. And so what does it mean? What does it mean to check your motive? You have to have an ear to hear. You have to have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. You must be engaged. You must, must be intentional. You've got to know who you are. Whose you are. Got to be willing to make a decision. Oh, okay. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. I said that and the Holy Spirit prompted me. Um, And he said that without making decisions and being intentional about what it is that he wants for your life, You're never going to move. You can't be afraid to make the decision. Even if you misstep, you can't be afraid to make the decision. And so today, my brothers and my sisters, what's your motive? Is your motive to please man? Or is your motive to please God? To do what you're doing according to his will, his plan, his purpose for your life. What's your motive? Think about it today. 
as you finish out this day. What's my motive? What's my motive? I want to share with you all that um, what I've given you all today comes from the Wise Master Builders Mastery Course Kingdom Systems Training by Rodney Beeney, um, a phenomenal teaching resource that I've used for the last couple of years to empower people with kingdom teaching, kingdom knowledge, and how to reassess their lives to align with what the Father wants. And if you want more information about that book, you can certainly reach out to me. I have several copies here, and I can get with him as the author to get additional copies if needed. Brothers and sisters, this is the hour that we are to be so immersed in the Word of God, so dependent upon the leading of the Holy Spirit, that we don't really have to wonder what's motivating us. We need to be at a place where we are being motivated by the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God only. That anything that we were doing to please man, we have to put that aside and truly seek to please God in all things. Again, I'm grateful to those who have called in on today, grateful to those who are in the chat room. If you have a question or a comment, you can press one, and I will bring you into the call. Oh, God, I pray that this message has been inspirational for you. I pray that something has been released to aid you in your journey of becoming. If this word has challenged you, praise God. And it is my prayer that it will challenge you to change according to God's desire for your life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listeners, thank you so much for joining me today. It is a pleasure to come before you um, and share these messages, these messages to inspire and empower you. We certainly hope that you were empowered by that awesome message and that word of inspiration. To learn more about Empower to Empower Others, we ask that you visit the Empowerment Place Ministries website at www.theempowermentplace.org. Thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, as you are empowered, Take the responsibility to empower someone else.